Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Diving into physiology, neuroscience and linguistic programming so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career. Moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money or make a real difference to people's lives. Tune in weekly if you care more than others. Think wisely as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe and receive our free newsletter and other goodies. Here is your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. Hello, my name is John Cassidy Rice. I have the pleasure to be your host for this podcast. Uh, This week, I'm delighted to have a good friend of mine who I've known for a long time now uh, is Ash, and he's going to talk about how he's been using NLP in his everyday life. Hi, Ash. How are you doing? Hey, John. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. So you've been involved in NLP now for how many years? Coming up to eight years now. Just Eight eight years. years. Wow. I've known you for eight years. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> incredible. So what first got you interested in NLP? Right. Um, it was, goes way back into the night, uh, almost in year 2000. Um, you know, one of my friends were talk, was talking about NLP, the, you know, being the, the next MBA at that time. Right. Um, and I did some reading on it. And, you know, uh, uh, of course, at that time, we didn't have, you know, all these social media. So, uh, did some reading and research, and I found out that yes, it was becoming much, you know, I mean, very, uh, you know, mainstream. Uh, and he was right that it was becoming like an MBA. Um, and then he went on to do an uh, NLP course with you, and he wow. recommended you, and that's how I got came to your course. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, MBA, and I, so you applying it in the business sense? Is that where your attention was to take it into business? Um, yes, because I, I I did a master's as well, and you know and I did a part of an MBA, and but it was very much more academic, and there was not much involvement in terms of negotiations or you know uh, understanding. You know, I mean, it was very much theoretical driven. You know, and and there was not much more um, on the influence side or you know or your capabilities of your confidence. You know, it was mainly you know yeah you get an MBA and you know you know and that should be it but so i found nlp to be more um, more personal you know more in depth you know uh, you know okay you have those subjects from a you know master's degree or whatever but when it comes to the relationships or you know negotiations or understanding you know what's going on you know you need to have a little bit more self awareness and i think that's that's the point um, mba doesn't or any of those courses doesn't teach you about self awareness you know how to you know get in touch with you know, what's happening and, you know, be more self-aware of what you're doing, you know, and, uh, and I think, you know, that, that's what attracted me to NLP. Yes, uh, I think sometimes, because the MBA, MBAs is a fabulous thing to do. Absolutely. And I'm yes. sure you'd recommend it. Yeah. And what NLP brings to the table, and I think it brings to the table in a lot of different areas, is how to apply that. So starting with yourself, you know, looking after yourself, how you think, how you process that information, and then how you utilize it. Would that be? That's exactly right. I mean, you got that knowledge, and now it's about, you know, how do you process that knowledge and how do you use it in, in, in the real world? 
you know, I mean, you, you, you can be, you know, you know how to negotiate, but it doesn't mean that, you know, you go and negotiate with the theory. You know, you need to have a little bit of, um, you know, that that relationship. Like, like, like we in NLP, we learned how to, uh, you know, understand, you know, listen out to, you know, uh, the, the, you know, the words that the other person will use, you know, the subtle body language, you know, and that's where, so you can use that, you know, um, what you learn from that and use the NLP technique in order to enhance the whole experience. So I know it's, it's been over eight years now, uh, but yes. thinking back to those early days, what is it that you really, one technique that you took away from the NLP training that really made a difference? I think it was a self-awareness and to be self-confident. I mean, when I came to see you or when I came to your first course, you know, I mean, I wasn't a very confident person. Um, and I, I had no idea of, you know, um, I wasn't self-aware. I, I didn't know, you know, when, when I used to speak to people or negotiate, I had no, you know, I was not aware of what's going on. You know, it was just me talking about everything that I had to talk about. And I wasn't a great listener either. So I think the the biggest thing that I took away from NLP was self-awareness and learning to listen and um understand and observe the other person's languages or the words they speak and their body language in order to have a better relationship. I think that's the key thing. Yes. And there's a lot that goes into becoming confident in those areas. One is knowing the skills. The other is that self-awareness you're talking about and also being interested in other people. And I know you've helped people with confidence over the years. So, so if somebody listens to this, they think they're in that similar situation what what could you suggest that would help them become more confident? Um, I, th- I think to help me more more confident is to think. Um, it, it's about the way I did it was I did I did I did anchor myself to it, right? So I used to go to the gym a lot, and you know, and you know, and after the gym, you know, you feel really great and you feel really confident. You know, you feel that energy, right? Yes. So I anchored that. You know what I did? I anchored that. Uh, you know, on my wrist. And what, whenever, you know, whenever I was going out uh, for a meeting or, you know, or whenever I felt that, you know, I felt that I wasn't confident, I used to, you know, press the anchor, you know, and that, you know, triggered that, that feeling and, you know, that, uh, you know, that energy. Um, and at the end, started, I began to become aware of that energy and, and, and you know, or that feeling, you know, that self-confidence. Um, and then I kept on, you know, practice. It was it was hard, you know. It's not easy, you know. You got to constantly be aware. You got to be aware to do that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and so that's how I has how I got, you know, uh, self confident. And and also I taught myself to be fearless. You know, something that I thought was, you know, to move away from shyness, be fearless, um, not to think about what another person would think. You know, uh, to ignore to ignore about other people's opinion of you. That's that's the key that you know to previously I thought what will they think about you know if I spoke if I you know ask a question you know will they think it was a silly question or what would the others think but I taught myself you know being self aware to ignore what the other person would think if I had to ask a question so I, I taught myself to be fearless in many ways yes oh excellent excellent so you started off with that anchoring and you took that feeling from going from the gym to negotiations and into the workplace. Yeah, so the, the feeling after the gym session was that you, you are, you're confident. I mean, anyone who goes to the gym will know, understand that. You know, you feel really confident after a gym session. You know, you're all pumped up. You know, and that's basically it. I mean, you know, confidence is all been all about pumped up and, you know, being, you know, feeling good. You know, yes. feeling good about yourself. That That's confidence. 
And what I like about that example is you've taken it from one area, which is the gym, uh, into the workplace and into your everyday life. And then it sounded like it started to evolve. So the more you used it, the more you then moved into this kind of fearless state. Yes, it did. And, and, and over time, I didn't have to use the anchor anymore because I was getting aware of it. And, and I was, you know, when I went into, a, you know, even if I met someone, you know, suddenly that kicked in, you know, that, that energy kicked in or that, that feeling kicked in. Uh, so I didn't have to anchor myself. And, you know, the fearless started, the barrier started reducing. Um, now I can, you know, go and talk to anyone. I mean, you know, networking was a good example. You know, I would, you know, be, you know, like quite, um, you know, frightened about going and networking, you know. But now I can go up to and talk to anybody because I constantly told myself, you know, I got to be fearless. I got to get out, go and talk to them. It doesn't matter what they think of me. You know, at least I gone and done it. So, you know, and, and yes, so the anchoring faded off after a while because, you know, the more you do it, the more you practiced it. You know, it just naturally came, uh, you know, became confident. It becomes part of you. It becomes part of you, yes. And, and just, just to be clear, I, I know you, you're passionate about helping people. You're very giving. So when you're saying fearless and you're not concerned about what somebody else is thinking, it's them thinking down about what you're saying, being concerned. So you still care and you're still and fearless at the same time. Yeah, I, I, when I say I don't care about other people, it doesn't mean that it's being in a, in a very rude manner or in, not in no. that sense. It's just that being fearless, like be able to say, say what you think is right. Yes. You know? And of course, listen to their opinion or their feedback. That's important. What I'm saying is not, uh, you know, um, bottling it up and not speaking out thinking that the other person might think, you know, if it's a question, it's a silly question or, you know, other person might, you know, whoever it is might think that, that that's, that's not a valid point. You know, that's what I mean. You know, I yes. mean, yeah, it doesn't mean that, you know, you go and be rude or, you know, just like, you know, say anything to you know, hurt anyone's feelings. It's not about that. No, You've got to be aware yeah. about the other person's feelings as well you know, and the situation. Yes. But I'm thinking, you know, just you're fearless means like you, you're, you're ready to talk about anything, yes. you know, and you don't hold back in the sense of thinking that, the other person's perception of you might change. That's what I mean. Excellent. So building on that theme, there's probably a lot of people who know that they should be networking for whatever reason. And like yourself in your early days, you're very sort of nervous and shy about doing that. So could you walk us through, and I know you probably do this unconsciously now, it's just part of what you do, is when you're at a networking meeting and you see somebody you want to go and talk to, how do you prepare yourself? How do you know what you're going to say? Um, I always start with a smile. I go down and smile. I mean, in a, a smile, that's another thing I learned uh, with people and through NLP as well, you know, uh, you know, break down barriers. The quickest way it is it's a smile. And I think, you know, everyone talks about it. Uh, so, and I approach it and I never go and ask, the way I approach it is that I don't go and ask them, so what do you do? I think right. that, that, that puts a barrier straight away. Like, you know, why? I would just go and, you know, open up a conversation with, you know, with with the with the ambience of the place or or, or the location, you know, um, or some some event that happened, you know, in the context, I would always open with that rather because uh, I find it as well when people come and ask me that. So what do you do? You know, suddenly you know, subconsciously, it kind of um, you know puts you into a small like a box. Yes, if you know what I mean. Um, so I always walk up to people with a smile uh, and you know ask. And try to diffuse the uh, the tension, you know, if if I, or, or my own own anxiety. I mean, that that's the thing, you know. I mean, I diffuse my own anxiety by smiling. The moment you smile, the anxiety just drops down a little bit, 
Yes. Uh, and then when the other person smiles, you know, you know that, that, that you know, breaks down the barrier. Um, and then I start off talking about, you know, something unrelevant to their, you know, their personal and then get into, you know, after a few, you know, a few couple of seconds or minutes of having a conversation, then I get into the thing. So, you know, what do they do or, you know, what line of business they are in? Yes. So I think that's very important. You know, you just don't go straight away and say like, you know, because if someone comes and asks you, so what do you do? And I think, you know, instantly we all think, oh, they want something from us straight away. <laughs> <laughs> and even though we know at a networking meeting, everyone's there because they want to network, they want to build their, you know, yes. their business, whatever they're doing. But at the yes. same time, I think what make like you like you pointed out, what sometimes make people nervous is that they feel like they're being put into this box and that they, they have preconceived ideas if they say, Oh, I'm a coach or I'm a, an accountant, those types of things. And yet it, your approach is to go, Hello human being. Can I connect exactly. first? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's very important. You know, everyone knows that networking is there, then everyone's coming to, you know, network and promote some any of their products or their services. I mean, it's, it's a given. So you don't, you don't need to start with that when you meet someone for the first time. You don't have to start with that. You know, you've got to make a connection. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So how have you been using NLP recently? Now that you've been involved in NLP for, like we said, over eight years now, um, the way that you've used NLP, I guess, has evolved and changed. So... Yes, it has. Um, I, I, I do a lot of selling now. Um, I have a used car dealership uh, is, as part of one of my businesses. So it's very, uh, what I, how I use NLP now is about observing when someone comes to talk to me about anything. I mean, if it's, if it's a customer who comes to buy a vehicle, you know, listening to what they, rather than me trying to sell something that, you know, they don't need, you know, or it's not, you know, it's not part of how they perceive, is to, the way I've learned NLP and I'm using NLP now is to understand uh, what they want, uh, listen to them, you know, those little key, you know, words that they use, um, and also uh, to uh, see or to identify what exactly is the reason that they want, uh, you, you know, to, to, do a de- to, a de- to do a deal. So, right. uh, so I, I think... In NLP, we talk about, you know, uh, trying to understand the, 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 the map of their mind. Yes. And I think I use something similar to that, you know. Excellent. Uh, to understand. so that, And then I find that it's easier to, um, you know, to c- conclude a sale when you, when you have that information. So that's what I do all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly, of course, I'm constantly, NLP is a constant learning program. You know, you, you never can say I'm an expert in NLP. No, yes. you, you, no, you can't say that. I mean, I, I, I read your, uh, or I watch your podcast and you, and then read your, you know, newsletters every day or every time you send, you know, and you learn something new every time. And you've got to keep, you know, you've got to keep practicing it because you can't NLP something that you just think, oh, I mastered it. And then you forget, yes. you can't. Right. So you're starting off uh, again in a very human way of in sales because sometimes do you find that people are nervous talking to you because you're a salesperson? And they're going in to buy a, a major purchase in their life, which is a car. Do they have preconceived ideas of you as a salesperson, do you find? Oh, yes, very much. Especially for a used car dealership. Yes. <laughs> they have very much preconceived. I was kind of edging my way around that bit. Yeah, very, very much preconceived. I mean, when people come in, they have that conception, you know, like, oh, it's a used car dealership. It's going to be a you know, hard sell and, you know, something's going to be, you know, you know uh, given to them. So... 
um, I try, I, NLP has helped me to diffuse that situation straight away, you know. So when they come, it's just another, yeah, I, I look at it, it's, it's a guest who's coming, you know, it's, it's another, it's a guest, and it's not a customer, right? Nice, nice language. You know, and, and then, you know, and from there onwards, you know, you give them the space that they need. Um, so I'll give an example. If someone comes to look at a car, you know, all we do is, you know, meet them, greet them, you know, open the, and give them the space to look around. You know, nobody hangs around, hovers around them, you know, trying to sell something that they don't need to hear, right? And once they've had a look around, and, you know, then, then we start the conversation about, you know, what exactly they need and, um, you know, what is the requirement. So some might say, oh, you know, I had an, you know, my car was written off, you know, and, and I need some something, you know. So you listen to the, what exactly do they need? You know, I mean, there are, you know, loads of, of choices, but you don't have to. So we don't just, or at least, you know, in our case, we don't just go and, you know, say, oh, you know, take that. You know, that's the best for you. No, we listen to see what exactly do they need. So it's, yeah, it, it is. So try to, I think the biggest challenge is to um, uh, diffuse that preconception when they walk into the showroom. Right. Because I think sometimes even you put the, the preconceived ideas of NLP and sales together, sometimes people think that there's a bag of tricks you use to get somebody to buy something. Has that Absolutely. been in your experience? Um, yes, it can. It can come across like that. So you've got to be, you know, you have, again, it comes down to authenticity as well. You know, in NLP, authenticity matters as well. You know, you can you will very quickly know that someone's trying to use some kind of influence tricks on you, which is not genuine. You know, right. so I, I, I think, and I, I've had it, you know, I mean, I've tried it a couple of times myself, you know, honestly, to see how it works. And, right. it doesn't okay. work. um, and I've had people, you know, constantly, you know, when you go to any shop, you know, I mean, it, it happens, right? Uh, but I think authenticity comes into uh, a key part of NLP as well. Um, and, and if you, if, if you, if you can project that, and then, like I said, authenticity is about, you know, uh, how you treat, you know, how you acknowledge that person, you know, yeah. it's not, like I said, we acknowledge as a, as a guest rather than a customer, you know, guest first, customer second. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what he's saying then, I think is that you go, yeah, there are tricks that you can use and you've had a go at them, but you maybe get short term results from those. And what you yes. found best is to build rapport with somebody so that you have an authentic relationship with them. And from a sales perspective, that makes all the difference. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, and rapport is very, very important. Again, rapport, you know, I mean, the way, I mean, rapport is, again, you, you don't try to start mirroring and matching them straight away as soon as they walk into the showroom. Yes. That's not being authentic. No. You know, it's, that's not being authentic. No. So I, I think uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all about, um, you know, it's all about the understanding and, you know, and being aware of their presence and, and, and being aware of what exactly is, you know, uh, to their, you know, um, their, their language and their body language, you know, what exactly, because like I said, when, you know, when they walk in, you know, they're very much closed up because they yes. walk into, uh, oh, this is going to be another, you know, one of those, you know, places where I'm going to get sold something. So you, you've got to quickly diffuse that, you know, and, and make them welcome. Excellent. So it sounds like the way that you've used NLP has evolved over the years and it's much more natural to, to what you do in everyday life. It's becoming natural. I won't say it's very, it's not, it's doesn't, it's becoming natural. Like you've got to keep, you know, uh, working on the NLP techniques to do that. Excellent.
And if somebody is thinking of maybe getting involved in NLP or taking some formal training, what advice would you give them? I would say that's, that probably is the, uh, the best starting point in order to you know, grow from where you are. I mean, anyone can start NLP at any point in their life. You know, it can be even you know, a, 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 a top you know, Fortune 500 CEO. Anybody can start NLP wherever because it's only going to enhance the level of you know, where you are. And it's going to enhance your, your personality, your, your management styles, you know, your personal life, your business life. It's going to enhance everything. I, and, and I think um, anybody who's who wants to do NLP or thinking NLP, I think that's that's probably the the, the best education they can give themselves. Uh, and I'm not saying it because I've done it NLP, but I think, you know, it in terms of um, some kind of spirituality, you know, NLP has some kind of spirituality. You know, it's, it's actually, it's, it's funny. NLP is looked as, you know, uh, it should be looked at in, in, as a, a whole, you know, I mean, like, you know, spirituality, mindfulness, you know, and, you know, the uh, psychology it comes all together actually in a piece you know it's, it's one it's in one package right so you're looking at the, the complete person rather than aspects of them Be- yes yes i mean if someone's trying to nlp and they should not look at it just just because they want to start a business or you know improve the business you have to look at that improving yourself as well and improving yourself first is the key to being successful in business Right. And in relationship. And that's one of the things I found uh, with the pleasure of working with thousands of people over the years is that they'll come from, um, they come in for their business, they're coming for some change, maybe to deal with their children <laughs> for various different reasons. And they find that all areas of their lives improve. So we've Absolutely. covered quite a lot. We've covered sort of kind of the business side, networking, sales, etc. And you mentioned a bit about spirituality. So just before we kind of bring this to a close, just what do you mean by spiritual within the context of NLP? Just fascinated by that, that context from, from, you know, everything else we've been talking about, which is kind of like the business side of things. Yeah. Um, it, it comes down to the, the self-awareness I was talking to you about. Um, it kind of, especially it helps you to focus on what you need to do, uh, you know, vis- like visualize or have a vision, you know, say, okay, one year, two year, three years. Right, and and it helps you to you know plan that very nicely, uh, take action. As one thing that I forgot, NLP is all about taking action. You have to take action. You can have all the dreams you want. You can write everything down on a piece of paper what you want to do, uh, whether it's in business or personal. Mm-hmm. But if you don't take action, you know it, it doesn't work. Um, and for me, NLP is whenever I am self-aware of myself or about a situation. It's like mindfulness, you know, it yeah. brings a little bit of spirituality into it, you know, you just yes. saying that you come to the present moment. NLP brings you into the present moment in many cases, you know. Um, say if, 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 I, if you walk in to talk to me now, I, you know, if you meet on the road, right, me trying, to, me by understanding and you know, acknowledging you and then, you know, listening to what you're saying or, you know, looking at how you uh, react is, is kind of uh, being present, in being in the present moment. Um, you know, and it's not an NLP that that's you know you're, you're acknowledging that person, saying you know you're f- constantly focused on that you know being present with that person and what he or she is saying. Yes, and that has some kind of spirituality as well because you are being true to you know that moment rather than being distracted about thinking about other things. 
Okay, excellent, excellent. Because that sounds like what to me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is you're bringing something bigger than bigger to life than a goal. Uh, so when you say in spirituality and vision, they often refer to something bigger than just the transaction, bigger it than is. just the relationship. There, it's something to do with making a difference in the world. It is, yes. I mean, because it it gets you to think about you know what's about the others, you know, what else can you do for, you know, what can you contribute? I mean, that's where the spirituality comes in, you know, like NLP, you can contribute a lot in many ways. You know, you don't have to be an NLP, uh, you know, professional to help someone who's got a little bit of, you know, problems that, you know, you might, you know, by just talking to them, listening to them or you know, guiding them through, you know. Um, so, it, yeah, NLP helps you in many ways to, you know, contribute and give back as well. Uh, that's where you know spiritual. I mean, spiritual is a spiritual is not a not. It's not about religion in, in mainly. You know, exactly. it's about everything around it. You know, I mean, what you do and how you help others, and you know how you treat people. You know, and 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 all that comes in when you when you can understand yourself. You know, and when you are self-aware about yourself and your feelings and your thoughts, and you Excellent. have a clear clear mind, you got clarity. You know, you need to have clarity for to have that kind of perception and you know and that. Um, yeah, attitude. Excellent. That sounds a good way to buy a used car. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ash. That, there's, you, you really shared a lot. We've gone through quite a journey from start from starting off on the MBA and sort of lack of confidence and building that through to applying NLP to negotiations and um, the selling the cars and then to bring that into spirituality. And this is a start of a series of talks that I'm really keen to do about NLP in everyday life. So people who've had some NLP training and been involved in NLP for years, um, what, what are they doing with it? So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I'm look for, I look forward to listening to other podcasts that you have with your other NLP uh, practitioners. Excellent. So if you've got any comments or you know somebody who would be ideal to be interviewed about how they've been using their NLP, that'd be great. So contact me at john at nlpcourses.com and we'll talk next week. All the best. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the nlpcourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes and make sure to head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter. This will ensure you are kept fully up to date on the latest in-depth NLP topics of interest. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro-linguistic programming and beyond.